0: Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi, everyone, Sean Healy, NLP trainer and change agent here. And you're listening to episode 81 of Sean Healy Tools, a podcast designed to support entrepreneurial couples, people in business, partnership, and anyone looking for more tips, tools, and strategies to add to the quality of your life. So welcome to episode 81, entitled How the Talented View Feedback. I think this is such an essential skill for um, advancing ourselves in life in the things that we're kind of passionate about is our ability to be able to seek out and be comfortable and to utilise the feedback that we get um, from those around us. And it's equally important in terms of our personal life and our business life. I've been very, very fortunate over the course of my career to um, work with and coach a broad spectrum of people, from from some people who are at the top of their industries um, to some people that are really, really struggling to figure out how to make life work for themselves. And um, I have consistently found that those people that are very, tend to do well, have a very different relationship with feedback, a very different strategy towards it, um, and generally tend to seek it out and embrace it wherever possible. So I wanted to sort of talk a little bit about um, the kind of idea of feedback and what, you know, what those that tend to do well with it, um, how they think differently from the rest of us. So there's a couple of things to consider here, because when we're talking about, you know, giving and, you know, there's two elements to feedback. There's the giving of feedback and there's receiving of feedback. And, you know, there's a lot done around how to give feedback effectively or to, Stack the deck in your favor, and that's very, very important. But that's only half of the dynamic. The other side is the receiving side, you know. And it's the receiving side that I really wanted to talk about today, because um, you know, it doesn't matter how well we can put things together. At the end of the day, um, uh, you know, we're at the we're at the mercy, so to speak, of the way somebody receives that, and that's that's something that's completely beyond our control. Um, because the way we receive feedback comes from the way we think about ourselves, the stories we generate about ourselves and our life and our identity. Um, and if those things get in the way of us hearing valuable information from others, um, then that becomes very problematic. So the, those that are talented, um, and uh, tend to, you know, and, and very effective at, at receiving and utilizing feedback, there tends to be a few things, um, Uh, that that line up relative to being able to get better at at this part of human interaction. Um, One of those is, you know, when we have a purpose, when we have a passion, um, we know where we're looking to go. Um, And so we're not seeing feedback as anything other than an opportunity to potentially get even better Um, because we're understanding that part of um, the human experience is we don't know everything um, we, we do have blind spots. Um, we do have areas where we're too emotionally attached or engaged um, and, and so we can be missing important elements. There's parts of our own behaviour that we're definitely not aware of that you know, um, sometimes support us and sometimes don't. So there's a lots of areas where we, you know, we, we need the assistance and the, the point of view of others to help us to go further. So, you know, we're seeing feedback um, as nothing more than an opportunity um, compared to people who are less successful with that, who who might see it as an invasion, as as an attack. Um, They over-personalise the the feedback and and become, um, you know, oh, I'm such an idiot because I didn't see that, rather than just going, oh, okay, fantastic. Yes, that's something I can use. I can add that in. Um, uh, you know, um, or we're, we're going to put up walls and we're not, we're not, we're not even letting the insights of others in at all. No, no, I don't do that. Or no, thank you. I don't need any feedback. I'm fine. Um, but, you know, paradoxically, you know, it's one of those things where the, probably the people who need the most feedback are the ones that are least likely to see it. So if we've got, you know, we know where we're going, we, we, we're we committed to getting better in whatever area, whether that's our personal relationships or our business relationships. So there's that intention and there's that purpose direction. We've got a vision. We know where we want to go and we know that, that feedback is essential. Um, we're also proactive in the sense that we're not waiting for others to give us feedback. We are getting on the front foot and going after the feedback. Um, Now, the value of that is twofold. One, that we are, you know, we're going after it when we're in a state of optimal receptivity. We're controlling the dynamic, which, uh, again, reduces the chance that we'll get defensive or that we'll close off and we won't hear it. So instead of waiting for others to go, hey, can I give you some feedback? Or um, can we schedule in a time to sit down and go through a few things? You know, we're driving forward to that, you you know, so that... Um, And, and we, you know, what sometimes people do who are kind of highly effective is is just so it doesn't get too overwhelming, we we create a space around that. Um, You know, pardon me, can you give me 10 minutes um, just to, you know, um, so we're creating a time boundary so that things don't get too overwhelming or we're creating a feedback um, parameter that says, right now, could you just give me one piece of feedback? If there was one thing you thought that I needed to attend to, um, what would that be, please? So we're getting on the front foot, we're seeking it out, we're managing how many chunks of feedback we're receiving at a time so that we we can optimise the chance to to take one thing in, to consider it, to see what elements of truth exist in it um, and possibly act on it. Um, And then also we are setting a time parameter so that the discussion doesn't waffle or becomes um, ineffective, or we end up getting triggered because we've been talking about the same thing for 20 minutes, and now it's it started out okay, but now I'm just now I've got my back up. So there, there's those three elements alone can really make a difference in helping us to stay open, receptive, and and see the truth in um, or the value in somebody else's feedback. The other thing too is I'm often looking, and I and I've noticed this in some very talented people that again they make the discernment between the feedback they want and the feedback they need and and sometimes the the the, the absolute pieces of gold um, are not very comfortable when 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 they first land the feedback we need doesn't you know can be kind of baffling or painful momentarily when we kind of oh ah yeah okay I, I didn't realize I kind of talked over people all the time or as much as you know you're saying I do Um but if we can stay in the presence of that, if we can stay in the, you know, in our own centeredness and we can really hear what other people are saying, and then we can objectively go through that and go, okay. Um, and one of the ways in which we, 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 we know that there's something to be looked at is if we have a strong internal reaction. You know, I can't react against anything that's, you know, kind of meaningless to me or, or doesn't land in any kind of way. Someone says, oh, Sean, you know, you're a crazy purple dragon, you, you know, okay, well, um, not, none of that really kind of lands anywhere inside me or, you know, I can relate to in any way in my identity or have any fear or attachment to being seen as a crazy purple dragon, because to be honest, I don't even really know what that means so the, it, it moves through me, uh, you, you know, like it just drifts past me like water, you know, um, whereas if someone said to me something like, Sean, you can be really stingy um, and, and, and cold and withdrawn. Um, and if I react back, no, no, I'm not. I'm not like that. Then that tells me actually probably I am. And if I look deeply enough within the truth of that to myself, absolutely. There are times I've been very cold. There's been times I've been very dismissive. There's times I've been very cruel. There's times I've been very um, stuck in my superiority. Um, You you know, there's there's not much that people can deliver at me that if I stay with it long enough, I can see the truth of that somewhere in my life. Um, And, you know, if I'm able to see that for myself, that gives me a chance to improve. Um, it also takes the sting out of it because I'm not trying to defend against reality. I'm just seeing it for what it is. And when I can embrace the reality of an experience, that is that lets me move forward in a more effective way. It goes, yes, from time to time, I have been cruel. Yes, from time to time, I've been selfish, and more than, I've been extremely selfish from time to time. From time to time, I you know I have um, you know lashed out at people. And I've taken joy in, in in seeing them with some piece of feedback or, you know, I've had some smugness uh, about the, you know, the the failures of others. Ha, if they only had to listen to me, like I told them in the first place, then, you know, ha, this would never have been happening. So, all you know, and the more we can, uh, you know, grasp the truth of the wholeness of who we are, the more we're able to move forward in our life um, and, and make some informed choices. If, if, you know, I'm adamant that I'm, you know, I'm a good person. Um, yeah, I am. Um, but I'm also, you know, less than that on some days and in some moments. And when I can see the wholeness of, of myself as a, as a human being, that is way more realistic and allows me to operate and behave in ways that increase my effectiveness in life. But I have to be able to have the courage and the strength to sit in and view the things that I think are less than ideal, and um, not for the purpose of rebuke and punishment and all that kind of stuff, but rather from the idea of improvement and and going forward. You know, because the more I can see the wholeness of who I am, and and you know, we need others. That that's the that's the problem, and and people who are very talented really understand that it's a, that you know it's it's a. It's not an all, you know, it's not an entirely a self-dynamic. We are part of a, a an organic system um, that involves other people that, it, you know, th- there's three elements effectively. There's there's me, there's you, and there's life. Um, and life trumps us <laughs> every single time um, and, and g- is constantly giving us feedback. You know, so you get situations where people come who are adamant they know the solution and yet the problem still exists. And that would suggest okay, I, I need to go wider than my own thinking here. I need to be open to the way other people are seeing this if I truly want resolution here, if I truly want understanding. Because the problem is that the symptoms I'm talking about are still persisting. I'm adamant, I'm a really easy to get along with person and yet there's a whole string of people who are saying I'm very demanding and difficult. Um, that No, that's not true. Um, okay, well, um, why are these six people um, uh, got that feedback because unless I can start to look at that, um, then I'm then I'm only going to get a certain uh, way in my professional career, or I'm only going to experience a certain level of joy and happiness in my personal relationships. Um, be, because the one thing about those relationship clashes is, on all six accounts, I was the the person dealing with with each of those people. So when we've got consistent symptomology appearing in our life, you know, be that I. I I seem to always butt heads with people or I seem to be unable to get my ideas across and why can't people see my greatness um, or whatever it is that we're talking about, then, you know, we, we need to be able to go outside of ourselves. We need to have the courage to be open and vulnerable and hear what people say. And those that are really successful and talented, like I said, they're on purpose. They're willing to hear whatever needs to be heard. Um, And like I said, where we can, we're controlling the dynamics because sometimes where things go wrong is, you know, we get jumped with feedback. Somebody just decides out of the blue um, through good intention that they want to give us a piece of advice. Um, And and we may or may not be receptive in that moment. Um, And and so that's the power of kind of going forward and saying, hey, um, let me create the space. Let me control when the feedback comes You know, because like I said, consistently, those that are really hungry to move their lives forward and have more joy, peace, profitability, um, all of these kinds of elements and a more enriched life uh, over over the whole, they are going out and, and seeking those temporarily uncomfortable situations or potentially uncomfortable situations in order to get more comfortable. So we're really having the courage to be able to sit in whatever comes our way, in, in terms of feedback um, where, where this is where self-awareness becomes so important because we're realizing if I'm triggered into defensiveness or frustration or agitation as a result of the way somebody else is putting this across, you know this is, this is an opportunity for me to inquire even more deeply into who I am, not to kind of flare back, oh, what does this idiot know? Um, you know, it's, it's also important too that we do have some discernment when we're going uh, through the feedback process in the sense of, you know, what's the person's motivation? Um, Is this someone I think really has genuine intent for my advancement? Um, Or are they tending to push their own uh, agenda? That is sometimes something we do need to consider. And again, we can only consider that when we stay calm, when we stay centred and in our presence and and focused on our purpose um, and our mission around, you know, using feedback as an opportunity to get better. Um, and, and then the other element of it is, is you know, is, is this someone I would consider in this field to, to be a credible authority? Um, uh, you know, in, in terms of all of the different sort of mediums that I'm involved in, um, I have a tendency to take advice. Uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm talking about getting better as a coach, then I'm going to successful coaches. I'm seeking out, uh, you know, successful coaches um, and, and I'm going to be taking advice from them because they're in the arena, so to speak. Um, if I'm thinking about podcasting, I'm going to listen to, to, to the advice of other people who are podcasting. You know, we're seeking um, out the, the um, relevant, um, uh, you know, advice um we we're, we're seeking out re- relevant authority figures so there's that other element of discernment you know that we're being decisive in who we're picking and who we're letting in um uh, that you know we we're, we're getting feedback from people who genuinely have some degree of acumen and skill in how they deliver their feedback to us um but occasionally you're going to get people who are well-intentioned but very poor at their delivery, and how do we kind of see past that and see if there's any kind of gold in the dirt, so to speak. Um, but ideally, we're, you know, we really are seeking a good support team around us who are able to help us and guide us. And like I said, we really are seeing, you know, that the used effectively feedback is just absolutely gold. It's absolutely vital in moving forward in life. And when we're becoming the kind of person that's getting better and better at seeking it out, sitting in comfort in it and being able to take it and utilize it, then it just becomes, a, a you know, again, a really something we're looking forward to, something that's really, really valuable and something that we can get excited about rather than seeing it as something that, oh, I'm going to be shamed. I'm going to be guilted. I'm going to be embarrassed. I'm going to be feel like an idiot through what this person says. and 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 that's you know, that, that's not going to really get us too far. Um, so we're really being able to look at the way in which, you know, and you can go back through your own experiences and there would be moments where you've been really open and received feedback really well and been able to go on and use it. This is not an experience that I think um, is foreign to people. Um, you would have references in your life, however small, either in your personal business life, where you were really able to be open and hear um, the value in someone else's, uh, message and delivery. And then there were moments I'm sure for all of us, I certainly know I've had them where we really haven't been able to hear people where we really, um, uh, you know, walked away feeling ba- embarrassed, angry, shamed. Um, and we're looking at, well, what's the difference? What was my approach when I was really open and I could really utilize that experience positively compared to, you know, what what did I do? Not what the other person did. We can't control that. It's just about what did I do that wasn't in service of me when I was receiving that feedback and what might I do differently next time. Again, we're not making ourselves wrong for that. We did the best we could with the situation we had, but now we're looking to go, how do we improve? How do we really be the kinds of people who can embrace this amazing skill um, for, for moving forward and having... Um, a more deeply enriched and even better quality of life so I hope today's been helpful like I said I really feel that this is a one of those real seminal skills um, to to develop um, and whether we like it or not people are going to come at us with advice <laughs> so uh, we, we might as well uh, be looking at how, how specifically we get better in this particular area so, Thank you for listening to today's episode. Um, Really enjoyed sharing it with you. Um, As always, those of you who have been on the journey since the beginning or for quite some time, very, very grateful um, as always. And for those of you who have just joined us, welcome. Hope you enjoyed the episode. The way you support the program is to go to iTunes, download, subscribe. Uh, leave a five-star review and rating because that helps this kind of material get um, out to a, a broader reach. And I'm very sort of passionate about sharing some of these skills. Um, and also where I'm available on um, Stitcher and Podbean, as well as you can reach me at the website emergencetraining.com.au. Always open to episode suggestions and really appreciate it when people do put forward those ideas. That's fantastic. And there's also the, uh, the coaching material. Uh, I work one-on-one with people as well as in-house and public trainings around getting better with people dynamics in business and in our personal lives because I just think that's just so vital. Um, and then there, uh, YouTube as well, uh, Sean Hilly, the Relationship Resourcing Series, we're also on YouTube. So there's plenty of ways to check us out if you're interested and want to do so. And um, certainly hope that you will join us on the next episode. Um, But for now, bye.